Podcast. I'm Lee Brees. School is rapidly coming to a close. It's hard to believe I'm not a kid anymore. Does that give me the right to give life advice? I'll let you be the judge. There's that, and I talk about laptop specs on the new laptop I just bought, more analysis on the YouTube channel, and tons more. Great stories to share and ideas to talk about in this project, as always, whether you make videos with your phone or you're a film producer in Hollywood, amateur expert, there's something in this project just for you. Seriously, though, school is almost over, and my new laptop comes tomorrow. Let's go. The podcast tour, as I've referred to it in the past, has brought me to a new building. I think I've recorded... Uh, this podcast in at least four, maybe five different buildings. I've only done a handful episodes here. Um, actually, it's probably it's probably pretty close to half. I think I think the thirteen was the first episode I didn't record at my desk. Um, but uh, the podcast today has brought me to class of fifty, which is a uh, like a it's just a I don't know. There's a big lecture hall. There's some there's some classrooms. It's it's just a, a building, I guess. I don't know why I tr- try to further elaborate it, um, but uh, it's it's amazing how simple technology is now, and I th- I think I'm not the first person to, to realize this, but it seems like over time technology has enabled different forms of art to be available to the common man. Like at the beginning, there wasn't no one really had access to paint or anything like that. They couldn't paint. Uh, paintings. They couldn't be great artists. And eventually, um, paints became common enough and cheap enough and dyes became common enough and cheap enough that everyday people were able to do it. And then you had, um, I'm trying to think of the next big craze. I mean, maybe drawings in there. Photography became, it was started out extremely expensive. And then eventually the common man was able to get into it. And that's how you started getting this whole creative genre of photography, sculpting. It used to be, you had to, you know, you, I'm dating back to like Greece, you had to be some, you know, rich person to be able to sculpt not the case anymore not that i don't know not that i know anybody who sculpts but that's just another example and the reason i bring that up is is it's amazing how portable this podcast is and it's just amazing that i can record it from virtually anywhere and because of that it just it makes me think about and realize just over time and with technology has enabled us like i said to make art available to everyone and that's exactly what the internet did uh, in terms of being able like, to share this podcast. It was like SoundCloud was able to bring music to the everyday person. Everyday people were able to make music. when That's when you had instruments. That's when you had computers. You were able to do all the kind of editing that only uh, production companies could do in the past. YouTube is, plays a huge role. And I mean, it, it, honestly, you could argue YouTube is like the final piece. Like videos is probably the last thing of all the different forms of art. Yeah, painting, photography, drawing, sculpting, clay, whatever. You know, a lot of things are art, but video is probably like the the last work of art to be democratized in the sense that everyone is now able to do it somewhat. I mean, it's still expensive, but I mean, now people have their phones. I mean, 
like cameras on phones now would probably be the equivalent of digital, you know, $100 digital camera, you know, six, seven, eight years ago. And so now everyone has a smartphone or a lot of people have smartphones now. It's, it's amazing that, I mean, if you really want to get into video making, you don't need a lot of equipment to get started to get into it. And you can just post your stuff to YouTube and it's automatically shareable with everyone. Anybody can view it. It's not like you have to have a platform or a distribution company or something to, to, to share it with the world. And it, it's, it's, just, it's just crazy. Like it's, it's hard to think about what, what part of history we're in right now. I mean, it's, it's like, it's, this is something that'll be in the history books. Like, it's just the, I mean, obviously the internet will be in the history books, but like, it's just crazy to think about where we used to be as a society in terms of art and where we're at now. And so that is my plug for keeping this a creator podcast, which is a perfect segue into something I wanted to address. Um, so obviously I'm, I'm going to talk a lot this episode about the YouTube channel that I'm going to start, um, coming up this summer. Uh, summer 2018 for those of you listening in like the year 2050 or whatever. Um, but the question is, will I keep this podcast after I do that? And I'm going to talk about that later in the episode. So listen in for that. But I really want to address the decline in listenership. Now I said from the get go, the mission of this podcast is not to be a a, uh, like it's not meant to make me rich and famous. It's not meant to reach a lot of people. It's mainly just to re- to record my my life for myself and for my family and my future family and friends. I mean, it's just I'm trying to c- collect my thoughts. I say that basically in every single podcast episode. But the reason I want to address the decline in listenership is um, something we all can learn from. So because I decided to make this about my life and not so much about what its original endowment was, which the original endowment was to be about um, me making things, about how to make things, about other people making things, stories on the internet or whatever that I read that I, or stories that I have to share about making things. And when I, like, when I made the podcast about that, it did really, I mean, relatively, it did really well. Um, it's I'm most... I mean, we had some really well-listened-to episodes. Um, The average listen was very high compared to what it is now. And obviously, consistency is everything. The fact that I don't put an episode out consistently is a huge problem. The other problem is that the topics I talk about are really only interesting to me. They are not really interesting to other people. That, That... all started that all started when I decided to make this podcast no longer about me making things and stories about making things or whatever and made it just about what was going on in my life. Now, I said the mission of the podcast is to capture that kind of stuff, but at the same time, it's like the podcast was doing well when it was doing this. But it's it, it to me, it just it shows me that I was really committed to what the idea of what this podcast is. Podcast is, um, but at the same time. The fact that as many people aren't as interested in the podcast now because of that, I mean, I it's really whatever. I mean, the podcast still does really well for what I intended it to do. It's just like I've noticed besides the inconsistency of episode production, I think we're averaging like one episode a month. Yeah. Uh, it's like it's like an episode every month in like 10 days or something. I think is what the average is in terms of about putting out an episode. Um, and even that, like that's just that's the average. That's like the mean like amount of time. So, bottom line, listenership, I really don't care that much. It just, I wanted to talk about it in this project. Now, I do want to say this, is that one of the pet, my pet peeves about SoundCloud is that it doesn't let you put on, like, they cap you at how many episodes you can put on, how much uh, total time you can put up. Because I do a podcast, and a podcast that's relatively long, I can't put up a lot of episodes. I can only put up, like, if I do four 45-minute or less episodes, I can put up four episodes. Like I said, four 45-minute or less episodes. 
But I did find another website where, because I noticed like the website, which is where I post all the episodes now and on YouTube, I, I don't think that that's really accessible to people um, who want to listen to all, who want to go back and listen to all the episodes. So I put all of them on AudioMac. So AudioMac has no cap. It's one of SoundCloud's predominant competitors. Although I say it's a predominant competitor, it's it's not like the music that's on there. Like people make it, but like it's not it's it's not the type of music that you listen to. It's a lot of rap music. But um, anyway, I still I put all the episodes on there. You can go on AudioMac and you can listen to them. I think the the whatever algorithm they use, they have to determine you know the search results. I think are a lot better than SoundCloud or even or even iTunes. I just, I don't know, it, just, it was just a lot easier to find. And so as soon as I posted all the episodes of AudioMac, a lot of people found them a lot easier uh, who wanted to listen to them and go back to listen to all the episodes. So now we're on uh, YouTube, the website, SoundCloud, AudioMac. And then because we're also on SoundCloud, we're on uh, Google Play and iTunes. But both of those feeds um, connect to the SoundCloud feed. So you're only going to find the four most recent episodes on iTunes and Google Play, just like you went on SoundCloud. It's just, it's so much logistical crap that you have to go through to do this. Um, but most people really only want to listen to the most recent episode anyway. And if you do want to listen to other episodes, you can get the AudioMac app and you can put them on there or they're on YouTube with the website. Lots of opportunities to listen, to listen to the podcast. But I've got some feedback on that and I just wanted to put that out there for you guys. And so, moving on to, uh, honestly, Let's see. I'm I'm going to talk about this like the last week and a half or so. But in terms of like consistency, like I put out, I put out back to back episodes like two weeks ago, and then now I'm putting out this episode this week. And so we're actually, I mean, in terms of like now that the episodes are more condensed, like there's less time elapsed between episodes, it gives me a time to talk more in depth about other things I want to talk about instead of trying to recap everything that happened in in my life and try to analyze it and go what was you know talk about what was going through my mind and whatnot. So. Obviously, like I said, I talk a lot about the YouTube channel, and the first thing I'm going to talk about is the fact that I just bought the like I completely bought. Is it bought? Is it, I I bit the bullet. I think it's is that is that even what the term is? Like I don't like what 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 is the is the what is the expression that that's like? Is it bite the bullet? Bought the bullet? I don't know. Anyway. I just I just caved and I said I got to order this laptop because the problem is like the, I, I'm gonna talk I, I'm, I'll talk about this later I'm gonna do a daily vlog episode like that's what the, that's what the YouTube channel is gonna be it's gonna be daily vlogs and the thing is in order to get in the amount of episodes which I want which is exactly 99 which I'll explain that either now or in the vlog months from now exactly 99 and in order to do that I got to start literally the Saturday after I get home from school so like finals week ends on friday my last finals on friday i originally was going to start then but my last final is at like 7 p.m goes till 9 and it's kind of ridiculous to like give myself like three hours to vlog and then put it out put out a vlog in the morning there's nothing to vlog about so i'm gonna go for exactly 99 episodes because 99 corresponds to that saturday may 5th uh, all the way up into August 12th, which is a Sunday, and that's the like that is when I have to be moved in by for band camp next year, assuming I do band camp, which I'm like very sure I'm going to do. Um, but that's coming up. Anyway, 
So I bought the bullet on a laptop. It is the Dell XPS 15. I got the 512 gigabyte solid state drive. I got the, I did not get the 4K display. I don't understand what is it with people and the 4K display? Like every, every video I watched about this laptop, every review I read, everyone said, oh, get the 4K display, pay the extra 500 bucks for 4K display, totally worth it. Touch screen, totally worth it. And to me, A, I've always hated touch screens because I hate getting the fingerprints all over the screen. And honestly, there's never been an application on a laptop where I've needed a touch screen or, I mean, because I do not want, I do not use a like a laptop in the same way I would use my phone or I'd use a, like a tablet. Like, I do not use a computer in that way that I would need a touch screen. And the 4K display, like, I can understand why people like it, but to me, it's like, I don't know. It's like those people that are like have like 20/30 vision and I mean, they don't see perfectly, but glasses would make them see better. You don't they don't necessarily need glasses, but since it would make them see better, they might wear glasses, they may not wear glasses. That's kind of what the 4K display is to me. Like you don't necessarily need it. Yeah, it'd be better, but you don't need it and it doesn't improve like the the display that much. And since like a lot of what I'm going to be doing, at least I'm assuming what I'm going to be doing doesn't the color doesn't matter that much. And on top of that, like if you look at the reviews of laptops across the board, Dell already has a ginormously larger color gamut than any other laptop on the market. So, I mean, it doesn't matter whether it's a 4K display or not. It's going to still have better displays than the other average displays that aren't 4K displays, if that makes sense. So, I did not get the 4K display. 500 bucks, I mean, even even though I want this laptop to last a really long time, it just, it doesn't, I, it was not what I was focused on. It has, it's a it's adjustable, like it's an upgradable, it's up to 32 gigabytes of RAM, which I had no idea how much RAM costs for laptops. Like I think I think to upgrade the RAM for this laptop, it's going to cost about six, like somewhere between $250, $300 to buy 16 gigabytes of RAM. Now with that said, that machine that I'm getting, which is, I'm actually, it's going to be here tomorrow, it's going to have... 16 gigabytes of RAM. It's going to have an i it's going to have a 7th generation core i7 processor so quad core which this machine I'm on right now. So honestly, if you're listening to this in the year 2050, then it does like all these specs are going to sound like trash to you or you may not even know what I'm talking about. But this the machine I'm on that I've done every single episode of this podcast with, I've never done it on any other computer. This, my laptop is the Dell XPS 13, which has a core i5 processor and has four gigabytes of RAM and has 128 solid state drive. So it is beyond suck ass. Like this thing sucks. Now with it, with that said, I mean, I, I was honest. I said I needed a new machine because I'd maximized the potential of this machine and I couldn't do what I want to do with it. So I need to get another machine so I can do what I want to do with it. All right, makes sense. Now, with that said, the only really real concern I have about this, which those of you, like I said, who are listening to this in the year 2050 will know the results of this, but I'm like the Dell, Dell just came out with a new, brand new Dell XPS 13, um, which the 13 corresponds to the screen size. So that's the diagonal distance. That's a 13 inch screen. And then I'm, I got the Dell XPS 15, which is a 15 inch screen. Um, so. They, they just came out with a new one, and I'm worried that they're gonna, in the fall when they have the college rush and everyone's going back to college, everyone's going back to school, that they're going to have a, come out with a new Dell XPS 15, which would have a core, uh, quad-core i7 processor, but it's eighth generation, and there's some other upgraded specs, uh, which, which I'm kind of worried that, like, well, why don't I just wait to get that computer? And the, like, the price of this computer, which is currently the newest Dell XPS, could possibly go down. And I kept like going over that in my head, and I was like, well, this is the summer. Like, 
in terms of like the YouTube channel, it's going to be this summer. It has to happen this summer. I cannot wait. And besides that, this is still a fabulous machine, workhorse. It'll be and it'll be strong for a really long time. Even though actually, this is this like I said, one of the big drawbacks is that the machine that I'm buying actually came out the same year that the machine I have did. Yeah, the machine that I have right now came out the same year that the machine I just bought did. They both came out in 2015, which is three years ago. Um, but like I said, they're still top notch. So I, it's like I said, it's a drawback. But at the end of the day, it doesn't really matter. Now I could not have bought a different laptop at the time when I bought this machine because I was I literally spent my entire summer earnings, which at the time was like somewhere between like 800 and a thousand dollars. Which is this machine was like I bought it for like 800 dollars. Which the sad part is that the camera that I have now is actually worth, if you add in all the crap I bought, like additional for it, like it costs literally the same thing for the camera and the laptop. And on top of that, I do need to get an external microphone for the for my camera when I start the channels. That's something else I'm going to have to order to get started. Now, you may say, that Lee, you said, it, it doesn't matter what technology you've had. What you said in previous episodes is that all you need is just a great story. The, the technology doesn't matter at all. Well, the thing is that, like, what I'm worried about is that YouTube has, like, a, I don't know, I've talked about this before, like, you can up, you can upload stuff on your phone, and if you have, like, if you have a really good phone, you can just make stuff on your phone, and honestly, my phone, the, my phone will be in my arsenal of stuff that I use to make videos, I'm not gonna, like, just exclude it out, um, but if in the videos that I'm talking about are, like, the videos that could go viral, regardless of how the quality is, like, the story is just that good, Part of what's going to sell my channel is the quality because it's going to be, if it's going to be a daily vlog channel, then there has to be some level of like, it has to be able to compete with some of the other vlogs on YouTube. And if I'm vlogging on my phone, obviously that could be part of the narratives that, hey, I'm this kid, you know, cheap college kid who's broke. I'm trying to vlog on my phone. Now, I could do that, but it's just, it's not the, that, that's not, that's not part of the message of what I'm trying to send with this channel. So I'm going to get, like I said, I'm going to get the mic, get the best camera, get all this stuff. So that way I at least have a competitive edge with some of the people I'm trying to compete with. Like I also said, this is the summer. If I'm going to have a YouTube channel, this is the summer that I have a YouTube channel. So I really want to give it the best go that I can. Laptop was number one. The camera has honestly been a godsend. That thing paid for itself. I make money with it. So that was totally a definite, like that was beneficial to buy. I've talked about it in previous episodes about what I'm able to do with that. And the, like, once I start the YouTube channel, like, the only cost besides, it's going to be the laptop, which I needed anyway to do other things for school. And so really the only additional cost to this YouTube channel could arguably be, like, that's the specific for the YouTube channel itself could be, like, the external mic or maybe some travel expenses that I have just when I travel places just for, for the channel. Now, there is a, a tremendous opportunity cost with this, especially if I'm going to be doing a daily vlog. But I'll talk about that just a little bit later. Um, so before I go really deep into the YouTube thing, if I haven't already, um, the other battle with this is that like I'm trying to like get everything set up, ready to go, have the software ready, understand how to use the software, understand how the camera works, understand all the like I'm not gonna have everything that I could possibly need. I'm gonna have enough to get started. I have to have all this ready the day after finals end. <laughs> so you're talking about me trying to get all this stuff ready to go and also trying to do well on my finals at the same time. It's a gigantic like it's a pain. It's going to be super stressful, but I mean, I'm, I got, I got like, I have 
well, let's see. Including this week, which, yeah, including this week, we have three weeks left of the school year. So we have next week, and then the week after that is dead week. And then we have finals week the week after that. And so, I mean, I got to focus on school. And it's kind of hard because the problem is, like, I'm so into it. I'm so motivated to get this channel started. I'm having a hard time being able to concentrate and focus on schoolwork. And I'm not saying that's like evident in my uh, grades, but it's uh, it's definitely playing a role when I'm trying to sit down and focus. Um, and that's just that's just how much energy I want to put into this channel. And that's it's just it just shows like how much like I don't know. I don't um, now now that I'm speaking on on the cuff here in the podcast, I'm trying to think what it does demonstrate. I think it demonstrates the fact that I'm not passionate about school, which I think everyone knew already. Um, and I say that sometimes and some people will look me in the face and think like, why are you, why are you in school? Why don't you just drop out or other people or other people will be like, it's a necessary evil, which is totally where I fall to me. Like in order to do what I want to do with my life at some point, like I need to get this education to get myself going. But at the same time, I, I just like have this unbearable like hatred of having to get up and go to class every day. I have this just unbearable hatred of having to do like homework or write philosophy essays or like I don't know like some of my classes were interesting last semester but like no I don't think anyone like any anyone's optimal situation in life is going to school every day and I mean there's so much in me that just wants to be the dude that just like climbs mountains all day or like travels all the time or like does what they want to do every day and there's other people who say well just start living what you want to do now live your life that you want to now I just I can't like if I want to do what I want to do with my life, I need to be able to, like, I just need to get through the next four years. Now, that said, I could not, like, I don't think I could handle, like, going to graduate school or law school or anything. I don't think I could handle that just because I'm just so ready to be done. Because the thing is, you only, like, it's, you have to understand this. And this is this is kind of counterintuitive to my point of what I'm trying to make. But you have to understand, you only get one shot. You only get one opportunity. One chance to make your life what it's going to be. You only get one opportunity to, to, to set the record straight for what everyone is going to remember your, your life being. Like Michelangelo only had one opportunity to show the world that he's this world-class artist. He only had one opportunity to go down in history is that. George Washington, the founding fathers, had their one opportunity to create uh, the greatest nation in the world in their lifetimes. They only, they only had one opportunity to do that. You can go to school every day. You can do what everyone else does. You can do what society tells you you need to do. Go to college, get a job, start a family. You can do all those things that everyone does, all the things that have been done to death. By the end of the day, it's all, like, like I said, if you want to be different, if you want to be remembered, if you want to change history, you get one shot at it. And to think about, like, you just have to put yourself in the context of history of how many thousands of years humans have been around, the millions of years that the world's been around, and just put, just try to put your life in perspective that you don't really have a lot of time to set that up. Whatever, whatever you want your life to be, you don't have a lot of time to set that up. And you think about, like, kids from, like, a thousand years ago didn't have the opportunity to go to school like you do now. Now, does that necessarily mean that you shouldn't be in school? Maybe, maybe not. But, like, it just, like... Put yourself in the grand scheme of things and think about the barriers everyone else had or didn't have to making their life what it is. I think I think arguably now there are more I mean, 
we have technology and we have all these things that enable us to do all these really cool things. But I think in terms of like barriers to entry into like making you stand out and making your life unique and making your life matter, make like making a difference in the world. I don't think we've had any more barriers we've ever had before. Cause I, cause like arguably like for the first like 20, like at least the first like 18 years of your life, you're going to be like, those are set. You do not have a choice on what those are going to be. You have to be in school. At least I think, like, I think under law, you have to be in school, like kindergarten through like middle school age. I don't know what the rules are about high school, but I think for most people, like the first 18, 18 years of your life are set. Okay. Alexander the Great was 13 or whatever when he, when he took over his empire and just like put that in perspective. I mean, and you think about that, you had college in that, that's another four years, 22 years of your life already said and booked and done. Say you go on to some more schooling, that's another what, now you're 28, you know exactly where your life's headed, what you're going to be doing for 28 years straight, if from birth you committed to going to law school or graduate school or something. And then if you do, like if you get a job and you have kids, it's like, you've basically trapped yourself in, in this, in this in this identity that I mean, you may or may have not have wanted, but like that—that's who you are. You went to you went to school like everyone else. You grew up. Uh, you went to some more schooling, then you grew up again, and then you got out in the real world. You got a job. You got married. You had kids. Your kids had kids. You retired. You died. <laughs> For a lot of people, that's their life story. I mean, to be, sum it up, like that is a lot of people's life story, and. To me, like, I don't know if that bothers you, but that really bothers me. Like, this is going to come off as very selfish, but, like, I want to be a part of history. I want to have a, a better, a more important sense of meaning to the world than just I was born, I went to school, I got married, I had kids, retired, and died. Like, I don't want that to be, like, I don't want this generic pattern that I've been told I need to follow or this rule book or guidebook of how to succeed in life. I don't want that. And so it's, it's, to me, that's what's gotten me, like I think, all my life. That's why I got in trouble all the time as a kid because I didn't want to do what everyone else was doing. I think that's why I never got the best grades. I was never motivated to do well in school because it's not what I wanted to do. I just, but the thing is, like I can't convince myself to drop to like to drop all like I can't I'm not gonna drive out of college I can't I could not convince myself to do that but I can't convince myself to just sit back and just figure out what it is that I want because we we also have this complex thing in society where you need things like money to live uh, you need to have relationships and friendships and people you can depend on and a family and those kind of things are important too and so I can't just like forget those kind of things in order to just go on to this venture that I that, that just to decide what my life is. But like you look at some people who like who dropped out of high school and they worked as a dishwasher, but all of a sudden now they're a millionaire. You have other people that just said, screw it. I'm not going to get a job. I'm going to live in a van. I'm going to go climb mountains. I've been to, you know, and then by the time they're 30, they say, I've been to 10 countries. I've been to the devil's pool. I've climbed Mount Everest. I've been to LA. Like I've, I've been to the North pole. I know what, it, I know what beer tastes like in Germany. Like there's people who can say that by, by the age, but like they have so much life. It's like they have so much life experience by the time they're 30 because they've done all those things. And then you sit there, you just got out of college. The only place you've been is home and then 40 miles away where college is. And then maybe like on, you know, halfway on the other side of the country where law school is. But it's just like, it's, it's, I don't know. It's like, I don't know how to describe it. I think you understand what I'm trying to say, but like it's, there's, it's just, it's, ugh. I want to be one of those people that does what they want. I want to be one of those people that, 
can look back on life and say, I've got so much life experience that I've really maximized the definition of life. Like that is the only pithy thing I could say. That was also somewhat like my, I don't know, that was my, that was my overthinking life segment for the episode. (laughs) So Anyway, that's like that's also I guess you can say that's also part of what the the podcast not the podcast. That's also kind of sort of what the vlog is supposed to be, I guess. I mean, the whole like the whole sentiment, I want to explain this cuz like I've wanted to get back into YouTube ever since I quit doing my last YouTube channel, which I had for a month when I was 13 years old. I've ever since that happened, I've wanted to get back into YouTube. I thought about it all the time growing up. All the like middle school, high school, you know, now I've thought about it for literally, like, the, I think the last video on that channel was posted. Well, the last you, like, video that was a part of that channel was posted eight years ago, which used to be half my lifetime, but that's not, that's not the case anymore. I'm 20 now, so it's like, I mean, you know, but the percentage of my life that eight years is to me is not the percentage that eight years is to someone who's 60, but at the same time, it's like I've developed a lot since then, and the fact that I think that that interest has stayed constant really says something about how badly I want to do this, even despite the fact how much I've changed. But I've really, I really want to do this channel. And given what could happen with internships or the Marine Corps or other things that could happen during the summer, you know, work obligations, you know, here's here's what I'm, here's what I'm thinking is going to happen. So after this summer, I had a lot of people tell me this is the last summer you spend at home. After this summer, after your freshman summer year of college, you get internships in far off cities in DC and California and New York City, or maybe even downtown, but you're just like, your life is full. Like during the, like summers go from swimming pools and vacations to nine to five jobs, five days a week, the whole summer. Like that's what happens from this point on. It's what I've been told. And with the Marine Corps is that I have um, between junior and senior year, I have to go to basic training for, what is it, six weeks, but, you know, make an internship or whatnot. And then after that, I graduate college. Um, the other thing is I could possibly take summer classes. It's something else I could, that, the other thing that could happen is that I could possibly take summer classes. It's something else that could clog up my summers. But then after I graduate from college, I go into the Marine Corps. I go to flight school. Uh, I'm in the Marine Corps for, you know, nine to five job, 10, you know, for 10 years, every day for 10 years. And then I leave the Marine Corps. Um, I probably have kids at this point. I'm probably married. And I have, I'm going to get some, some, some sort of job. And I'm going to have the, all these life obligations. They just all build up from this point. Like from at some point in high school to like some point in college. Or like, as, like especially like this, I've always, always told that the summer between your senior year in high school and your freshman year of college is like your freest summer. So if you're a really young person listening to this, like make like try to make your life as like fun and awesome and do all the things you want to do during that summer between your your senior year of high school and your freshman year of college and then because because like the possibility of you taking summer classes or getting a job or maybe finding some like low class internship could like those those go up after your freshman year of college so but but they may or may not happen which for me it's very hard it's very hard to have to tell myself that Lee, you cannot get a job this summer. Like, I mean, obviously, I'm going to do things like sweet corn again. I'm going to work for myself. I'm going to, you know, try to maybe get into Etsy with with Breeze Woodworking and maybe try some other things. But the thing is, it's like every summer, every other summer, I've gotten some really podunk job. 
Like last last year, I worked at the nursery, which was a huge waste of time. Nothing against the people there. It was just for me personally, it was just a, a gigantic waste of time. But before that, I worked at Ace. It was another gigantic waste of time. Made hardly any money from it. It was just it was not the way I wanted to spend my summer. And so, although I want the money, like I need the money really bad, I've saved up a lot of money and. That's what enabled me to buy this laptop and some other things among uh, handling expenses. Uh, but like I have like, I just, it's, if you know who I am, you understand that it's just, it just, it's very hard for me to tell myself that like, just don't work. Like don't work. Don't make any commitments. Make this summer like what you want it to be. And honestly, the whole entrepreneurship thing with Bruce Woodworking or maybe some of the other things I want to try doing with entrepreneurship, like this could be this could be the last summer that I could do that because right now time is not a risk for me. Like when I'm older and I have kids and whatnot, I can't take that financial risk or that time risk of an internet of a entrepreneurship commitment. Like I, I don't have a lot of flexibility when I'm older as I compared to do I do now. So I'm like, those things need to happen this summer. And that's really what the vlog is supposed to capture. Like it, the whole theme of the vlog, which I mentioned I was going to talk about later, is this is it. Like that is, I'm, I'm debating whether like to call the vlog that. I may or may not. I don't know. But like that is supposed to be the theme. The theme is that like in the past, I've always been trying to please other people. I've always tried to fulfill someone else's expectations. I've always tried to felt, make myself fit into society. I sent someone a really good text message that really encapsulated what I was trying to say. It was one of the things that, like she was really like she was really busy, so like she really couldn't like appreciate what I was trying to say. But like it it was a really good moment for me in the sense that I really got out what I was trying to say. So in the text, I tell her I don't know what we what we were talking about. Oh, she was, I don't know, she was upset about something and I talked about something and then I said, oh, she said, you don't have to apologize for being yourself. And then I said, honestly, I'm not being myself. That was what I said. And then I go on to say, I've always tried to match someone else's expectations or make someone else happy or follow some guidelines to how life is supposed to be lived. And you only get one shot. You only get one chance to make your life what it is. And now that I'm out of high school, my interest in the Naval Academy is over, supposedly. All the BS is behind me. And now is the time, like this summer is the time I take my life back and do what I want with it. And that's what the vlog is supposed to be about. This is it. This is, the like when I say screw everyone else, forget everything, forget all the expectations everyone has on me, forget what I'm supposed to do. Everything I've ever wanted to do is going to happen now. Now with that said... <laughs> There are some, there, are, there actually are some constraints to what I can do. I don't have a million dollars. I can't go travel the world. My friends don't have the same kind of time that I do, so I can't go travel the world with my friends. I can't, like, I don't have unlimited funds to be able to finance my entrepreneurship ideas. Um, but the thing is, I think the, the more of the theme is going to be, like, I'm going to try to be, make all the connections that I missed out on. I'm going to go to the, some of the places locally that I've always wanted to go to. Um, the whole point is that like, I'm just trying to improve my self-esteem and morale by like just focusing on what I want to do as opposed to what I feel obligated to do. Like, I mean, it, which doesn't necessarily mean traveling or spending loads of money or you know, becoming rich or whatever. It just means that you, and you just, it's just a way of thinking that's going to change. And I think by doing this, I'm just going to be a much better person and a much much more pleasant person to be around, but much more friendly. I noticed that was the first thing that happened when I came to college, when I left high school, was that 
I'm just a way nicer person now than what I've ever been. I mean, I'm not saying that I was a jerk growing up, but like, I just hated high school so much that I just took it out on everyone else around me. And this just made me a very unpleasant person to be around. And now I'm, I'm constantly going out to people. I'm saying hi to everybody every time I see them, or at least I used to. I think the stress of college is starting to get on me a little bit, and I'm not as doing a, as good of a job as I was last semester being a friendly person. But, I mean, it's, it, it's a process. Um, it's just something that always could be improved. So I, I guess I can't be too hard on myself all the time. Um, so, But like I said, this is it with the podcast. And... Just some inspirational words I keep trying to think of. It's like what you accomplish is only as big as your dreams and you have to start today. Because, I mean, if you ever listen to the Minimalist podcast, their thing is like, their thing, they tell you in the podcast to make a list of things that you're doing today. Like make a list of every single thing you did in the last 24 hours and then flip the page over and do and then write down every single thing you've wanted to do. And, or like, or write down every single thing that you want to be doing right now. And then they say, like they, they say title this list today and then title the other list someday and then switch the letters around to get to make the other list today and the other list someday. And that's basically what I'm saying. Like you have to make day one be today. You have to make today the day you start doing anything you've ever wanted to do. You just can't procrastinate and put it off. Like you have to do it today because the circumstances now are the same circumstances that you're going to have a year from now, 10 years from now. And so you've got to like take advantage. It doesn't matter. Why would you wait if the circumstances aren't going to change? Or maybe they change for the worse. Like for me, I'm just going to get more busy as I get older or more obligated. So like now is the time to do this stuff. Like I said, it's just like one day or day one, you have to decide that today's going to be day one and everything on that list is going to be day one and not one day. And then the other thing that just to kind of sum up this whole conversation is uh, I put out a tweet. I put out this tweet and it kind of summarized what like the whole thing. Like I had, a, I had like a, a motto for the podcast. At least I had a motto for Breeze Woodworking and I was going to put this like in the, uh, like this is, I was, this was going to be like the motto for the YouTube channel that I was going to start, uh, which I'm starting now, but like this is before I decided to make it a daily vlog channel. I said, being inspired isn't an external feeling someone gives you. It's when you motivate yourself to do something you weren't motivated to do before. Get motivated and be what inspires you. So if I were to analyze that further, everyone thinks of inspiration as this like this moment like this really great movie just ended and now you're like, it's like that when, when you're 10 years old, you come out of the movie theaters and you just like, it was a really great movie. You loved it. You're now you're motivated to be Superman or whatever, like. I think it's that little feeling that you have for like half an hour. It's that feeling when like you just watched a really inspirational video or you listen to a really inspirational talk and then for like maybe 30 minutes after that, you feel like you're going to change the world. That's what your life mission is going to be. Or maybe to like an artist, the inspiration is you come across something that inspires you to like make something or inspires a piece of your art or something. But that feeling really only lasts. It's It's temporary. Inspiration is temporary. And to me, inspiration is such a negative thing because it may it may give you this feeling. It's like a high. Like inspiration is this temporary feeling of, oh my gosh, I am capable of doing this. Let's do this. But it's like, it's a high in the sense that it just, it, like you get high on it and then it just goes away. Like it doesn't, it's not permanent. And to me, like I want to redefine how we define the word inspiration 
because that temporary feeling never got anyone anywhere. I want inspiration to be uh, that moment when you realize that yes, losing weight is possible. Um, like it's that like that moment when you're trying to lose weight and you lost ten pounds, maybe you lost five pounds, and you're like this is totally doable. Like I could totally do this. And then you motivate so you motivate yourself to get to the goal that you want, and ultimately you get like you, it's that motivation that makes you complete your goal. Or like someone who's inspired to help kids in Africa and they start a non-for-profit or whatever, but they eventually they see the goal through. It's that, mo- it's, it's that moment once they realize that it's possible. It's like that moment when, when you receive a scholarship. I mean, because someone else invested in you and made you, like, made you believe it's possible for you to like, finish your college. Like, it's just like you act on that motivation. To me, we should redefine inspiration to be that moment when you realize that you inside yourself have the motivation to complete any task that you've ever wanted to do. That is when you inspire yourself. That is what inspiration is. When you motivate yourself to do something that you never thought you could do before or you didn't have the motivation to do before. And to me, like that feeling, that feeling of like seeing things through to the end, being motivated to complete a task, that is what inspiration is. Inspiration is not that 30-minute feeling you get after watching a movie or watching an inspirational video or whatever. It is that motivation to see the task through to the end, and it's that feeling that you get that comes with it. So to sum up the quote, like I said at the end of the quote that I tweeted out, be what inspires you. That's what I'm telling you. You have to motivate yourself to do things. I mean, people who lose weight don't do it overnight. It takes a long time to motivate yourself to do that kind of thing. And you have to be the one that motivates yourself to keep going. And once you realize that you can do it, it's that mo- it's that little extra motivation you get from realizing that it's possible. That is what inspires you. Therefore, you inspired yourself. Be what inspires you. If any of what I just said makes sense, hopefully it did. So the last thing I'll say about the YouTube channel today, or at least in this project, was that um, I, I touched on a little bit during this episode, but like, I know some of you out there saying like, Lee, well, why didn't you just do like a make channel where you just do how-to videos and you just make stuff and you just post videos of it online? Or Lee, why didn't you just do like cinematic, funny, short, funny videos like you did on your old YouTube channel? And to me, it's like, well, I was thinking about it and I thought, well, since I want to make this the summer, I have a YouTube channel. I want to try to put out content as much as possible. Maybe I commit, I could commit to like a, maybe like two videos a week. Maybe I could commit to that. And I was thinking, well, like what would I do? And so I try to sit here and generate all these uh, ideas. And I'm sure that I've talked about them before. Um, Ever since like September, I've really been into watching Casey Neistat. He's just been a huge inspiration. And honestly, he is the one that introduced me to the whole idea of daily vlogging. And I think daily vlogging, it really fits my personality. And looking at the video list, like that's a lot of what the ideas were. Like the idea was like, I go somewhere and do this with this person and we make a video about it. Like, doesn't that sound like a vlog? Like to me, it did. Or like to me, it's like, how could I make a how-to or make channel and make it different from everyone else's? Like, how could I do that? 
And to me, it's like, well, everyone shows how you make something, which is a very popular type of video. It's a how-to video. Um, but to me, it's like, well, but no one really, they never really maybe spend like maybe, you know, one to five seconds talking about why they're making what they're making. And maybe like the whole mission of the podcast was kind of be like the behind the scenes, like the into how I make stuff. Maybe if I make any make videos or like if I do vlogs instead of make videos, people can see the challenges that I had or people can see like the why I'm making something or the results of it. Like there's a whole other process. There's a whole other side to why people make things that I feel like I could like unleash with this. Art is a shared craft, so I'd like to feature artists in this podcast and diffuse art everywhere. In the outro project number 23 of the Bruce Grader podcast, I'd like to feature Dizzy from Joachim Karud. Check the show notes on the website to learn more about the song and the content in this project at brucewoodworking.wixsite.com slash creatorpodcast. You can tweet at us on Twitter or follow us on Instagram. I'm Lee Brees. I'll see you next time on the Brees Creator Podcast. This project was recorded on April 10th, 2018.